0: Dear Mr Hammett.
1: Dear Ms Smith.
0: Dear Mr Goldberg. Thank you for your recent application application to the role of assistant producer. We're currently reviewing all applications and we'll get get back back to to you as soon as we can. You can browse other vacancies at blablabla. Due to the
1: high volume of applications,
0: we're writing to inform you that unfortunately unfortunately, we won't won't be be taking your application any further.
2: Hello and welcome to Jobs Board, the podcast that covers three budding journalists trying to break into the journalism industry as a second lockdown hits. I'm Ollie Hammett.
0: I'm George Goldberg.
1: And I'm Briony Smith.
2: Hello, everybody. Uh, Welcome to our fifth episode. Hope we've all been good. George, I gather you've got some Twitter news for us. Yes.
0: Um, Every Tuesday, it is Tips Tuesday here on Jobs Board, so make sure that you're following our Twitter at Jobs Board. Um, and this week, we wanted to know how you keep your cool while sending off chocolate vacations. I'm a bit of a chocolate fiend personally myself. I get through quite a lot of uh, chocolate. And uh, <laughs> I'm currently on dark chocolate this week Ooh, with ginger. How fancy is that? Very
1: fancy. I, I drink a lot of tea. Um, I will make myself a tea and then I will sit down, drink that tea and then I will make myself another cup of tea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You've got like a whole tanker of it. Are you a fruit tea lady? No, or?
1: I'm just, I just have my tea black. So tea bag, hot water.
0: Um, but Ryle this week has told us that he listens to copious amounts of Oasis while thinking about an imagined and hopefully not future where he is the sole journo trapped in a city under siege reporting from the front line which galvanizes the wider world to intervene and lift the siege I think that's a very typical thing of Ra to say and bless him knowing that he freelances for the world service I think that's a bit apt as well but yes if you've got any tips hints tricks that you've learned through your job application woes please let us know at JobSport on twitter and we're also with the same handle on instagram
2: Okay, let's get into the show and it's time for us to talk about a couple of experiences we've had while job hunting this week. I'm going to hand over to Bryony now.
1: Well, mine's not specifically relating to job hunting, but it is relating to this week and particularly the lockdown. So I had a bit of a dilemma where I'm obviously commuting back and forth from London um, for work and journalism is still continuing. But as I've been commuting up and down, I've been staying with friends or staying at my boyfriend's house. And obviously, none of that is possible when there's no inter households. So, yeah, it's just the difficulty of I obviously love my work, love what I'm doing, want to continue working. But the dilemma of financial cost and also the sort of health implications of traveling back and forth on public transport to London so that's the kind of dilemma that I had this week.
0: Briony that must have been quite tough on you balancing between getting experience under your belt and making that decision to actually protect your family. Really, Yeah it was it? really
1: that's... hard and I think for me it just really highlighted that if you're not living in London um, and you want to Working journalism work in the industry about how difficult it is to break into it because it's a, it's a stuck between a rock and a hard place scenario you know you don't want to turn down work um but equally like you said the health implications and the financial costs it's just so difficult unless you've got family or you live in London already so yeah it was a bit of a pain <laughs> really
0: and it's an industry where you need that experience to help you progress further because well In less than a year's time, we'll have graduates in the year below graduating. And I'm just conscious of knowing that, obviously, yes, we can do these jobs, but in the not too distant future, there's going to be a whole batch of new people who will be uh, vying for the same jobs as us. So we're trying to get work experience under our belt. Yeah, and it's difficult
1: anyway. um, But throwing coronavirus into the equation is just making it even harder in terms of trying to commute in, trying to stay somewhere trying to sort of break even with the cost. Um, and you don't ever want to be in a position when you know you've got to the point where you' actually got your foot in the door somewhere they're actually offering you shifts and you don't ever want to be in a scenario where you're having to turn down shifts but unfortunately you've got to sometimes look at the, the bigger picture and coronavirus and the health implications and the financial cost and make that call and it's not it's not an easy one to make yeah it's
2: really difficult isn't it that logistics are really impacting on on your ability to sort of go particularly into london and do shifts Um, but you're doing the best you can i guess briony which is to sort of keep trying
0: for sure uh well hopefully i've got an experience that everyone can kind of learn from is uh well apply to jobs as soon as you see them advertised because uh there was a a company that um I think quite a few people probably ended up applying for and um I spent ages trying to come up with an idea because um part of the application was that you had to pitch something for them and I spent so long touring and froing listening to their content trying to work out what would be really good for them wrote up my application my cover letter all those elements and I went in the evening to um go and apply and it closed five days early and i was i I was in bits because i spent so long working on it but another lesson that you should maybe take away is i sent a twitter direct message to someone who works on this team just to just to check really whether it was an error or not and i thought i'd realistically get back from them was yeah it's closed early and me trying to say oh if anything new comes along let me know but yes they said it was a glitch in their system so for two or three days people weren't able to apply for it so I, I went through highs and lows through that job application applying but yes if I can if I can say to anyone the lesson here is please apply to things that you see that you really get your heart set on um, because I I can't imagine how many people must have also applied for that job as well because it was up for I think only two weeks but the amount of groups that I saw this opportunity shared in fingers crossed for everyone that has applied for it
2: right I think it's about time we moved it on to the second part of our show and welcomed on our guest Bear Hutchison in the house hello Hello. very
3: happy to be here very 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 happy to have you
2: have you been Bear?
3: I've been um pretty good all right um it's weird moving into another lockdown as you mentioned earlier but um strangely for me I'm doing two different jobs both of which are exempt so it doesn't really feel like my life has changed that much apart from my levels of socializing which have gone down. (laughs) I see (laughs) yeah
2: so you um you're still sort of going into work as it were yeah so
3: um weekends are actual journalism stuff which is good and then weeks i'm nannying um just to get that sweet rent money (laughs) so um yeah that's what i'm doing that's what i'm doing at the moment so both yeah both of those i'm still heading in properly no working from home from me which is good because my room is like a box (laughs) (laughs)
2: that is nice and um are you I'm surprised that the I assume that you're just an independent nanny for a family. Yeah. Has that not been affected at all by lockdown? Yeah,
3: um, childcare is actually exempt from the restrictions. Um, so yeah, I'm still still heading in there, no furlough or anything like that for me. But yeah, so no, it's um it's it's pretty good at least. Like I'm I'm grateful um that, you know, I've still got a source of income which I appreciate a lot of people um aren't so lucky to have at the moment so but yeah obviously it's not like the dream right now
2: (laughs) (laughs) so what would be the dream for you though what kind of jobs are you are you really focused and driven towards um so I
3: mainly at the moment applying for jobs in international news um that's what my kind of raison d'etre is Um... nice bit of French (laughs) (laughs) nice bit of French exactly so yeah obviously I'm a French and a Spanish gal slash ex-student um, so yeah I I mean that's the kind of that's the kind of news that I really enjoy doing and that um, that's what I'm lucky to be doing right now on weekends um, I work for AFP um, otherwise known as Agence France Presse, French news agency which is very cool um, and global it's all over everywhere um, and uh, yeah so I've been really enjoying that actually um, really really interesting stuff and it's been good we've I've been doing a lot of news from countries that aren't always represented particularly well in the news um so that's been quite refreshing it's not all been brexit and coronavirus <laughs> but yeah sadly not full-time at the moment um just yeah looking for as much to fill my time as possible really
0: but i'd say you'd be picking up plenty of other transferable skills in your other job as well there
3: that yeah that is true that is true i'm dealing i'm, le- <laughs> I'm learning more and more people skills as well <laughs> <laughs> dealing with tantrums and yeah managing talent (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly I think that can that one can definitely get on my CV (laughs) (laughs) but no so yeah that's that's the situation at the moment um which has been which has been pretty good but no it's lucky to I mean I I realize I'm lucky to have kind of any kind of journalism stuff at all considering the situation that we're in right now um Mm. so yeah that's good it's just obviously I'd rather it was five days rather than two (laughs) yeah
2: yeah we all And and so you're going into the office to do that as well. I am,
3: yeah. So um I was really lucky the way I mean, the way that I got this is um I was actually supposed to be doing an internship with them in April, um, so during our city Easter holidays. And that obviously got um postponed because of coronavirus, um, while they kind of worked everything out. And I was actually just really, really lucky that my basically he emailed the people that were supposed to be coming in for internships saying like these are our available dates now, um, now that we've postponed it all. And they started, the first one started the 1st of September. And I got this email and it was just, it happened to be, I think, in multimedia fortnight when we were doing our um, our final projects and things. Um, so I happened to be on my computer and saw this email as soon as it came through and emailed back about 30 seconds later saying, please can I have the first one? Um, uh-huh. And it was really lucky because I happened to hit that sweet spot where they'd been telling everyone to come back into the office. So people were back in the office. Um, and then they left the office again a day before my internship finished. So it was a month long. Um, so while I was there, everyone was still in the office. Um, now that I'm freelancing, it's only freelancers who go into the office and all the staff work from home. But obviously that makes it a lot more difficult to have interns. So um, I was very, very lucky to get in at the point that I did,
0: which is good. Well done, nice yes.
3: one.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. well done it was pure
3: luck but (laughs) i'll take it
2: anyway (laughs) i think yeah that's just um it's a real it's an old like trope that everybody tells you but it is kind of true you just need a bit of luck yeah yeah it's a
1: timing thing isn't it
3: absolutely yeah absolutely
2: yeah definitely but it's also you like credit to you beth for sort of being alert and being getting back to them within 30 seconds (laughs) like i'd just be like oh they (laughs) they were probably like wow this girl is really overly keen (laughs) yeah (laughs) this girl have, has nothing else <laughs>
3: she's just sitting by her laptop <laughs> waiting for us to email yeah exactly.
2: <laughs> and um so from your obviously it's only two days a week and freelancing etc but what um for people out there who might be struggling to sort of pick up even that amount of regular work mm-hmm. what have you sort of learned from doing on the job that you've been able to build on from your training
3: um well it's it's funny because the the place i'm working at afp it has a very 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 different system from most newsrooms Mm. i've been in in terms of editing and in terms of um of like the kind of newsroom system that they use so most newsrooms you'll go to kind of use of variation on like you know premiere pro or final cut like they're all very similar kinds of things um you know and then the same with the newsroom system you'll you'll probably find some kind of variation on iNews but um, this is a very very different system so the reason I think they get um, people in on internships is to is to learn those systems so that they can then get them in hopefully as freelancers in the future so I think just really really like dedicate during that internship I did just like try and be as committed as I possibly could like stay extra hours you know learn as much as I could make sure I took loads of notes like all of that so that I could show you know that I was really keen and I did just approach I had a chat with the boss at the end and said that I really wanted some freelance shifts and I think you do have to just put that forward um I think sometimes you like people think you might have to wait for them to be like oh do you want freelance shifts but you have to be um kind of pushy about it and say like I'll do anything and I think I've also learned that (laughs) you do have to do everything as well Like I've Uh I've never really been um a huge like follower of sports like I'll watch you know I watch Wimbledon every year that kind of thing I've never been a huge football girl but when they mentioned that there were sometimes sports freelance shifts available of course like I jumped at the opportunity and they put me on a couple of like Premier League ones and stuff which was super intimidating at first and I was quite stressed about but you know I did my revision made sure I was prepared really well like you know talked to all my football fan friends to see what they thought about it and then went in prepared and that's the thing like I feel like if I'd been like oh well you know I don't actually know very much about football then I would have missed out on those opportunities so
2: you'd have to yeah kind of... I think that's that's so true I think it was um I saw a quote from I think it was Richard Branson the other day saying exactly that it was just like if you uh basically just take every single opportunity even if you don't know anything because you can always just learn exactly you exactly
3: um, no I, I completely agree I think that's really true and like yeah that you have to obviously look at the fine line between saying like yeah you can do a football shift and then obviously I could learn that before I did the shift um, obviously don't go around saying you like speak um, like I don't know Mandarin fluently or something <laughs> <laughs> uh, And then that's, like, that's not gonna work out quite so well but, uh, yeah, but yeah. yeah no I think that there's definitely you have to push that to a certain extent and really volunteer for everything you can and um, help out as much as you can as well how um, much of
0: your language do you use on your shifts
3: oh so it's a lot actually so it was funny because obviously you know it's a French news agency of course um, I'm in the London bureau they have bureaus like all over the world um, and I kind of when I was applying for the internship and stuff was all like yeah you know I did French at uni so I'm in such a good position like woohoo you know I speak French um, and then arrived in the office and realised that everyone there is bilingual like there's an, you cannot work there if you don't like the office is just like they're just switching between french and english the whole time and also all the content we put out there goes out in both french and english so um you you have to be able you like you have to be able to translate you have to be able to speak to the French journalists etc um so Mm. yeah I I'm I mean it's good for my French and I'm I'm just really happy to be somewhere where I can keep that skill going because it's so easy to just let it die you know and like let it rust away your language skills um and I've been using
2: my Spanish a fair amount as well
3: so that's really good I'm really pleased to be able to Ah, do that
2: (laughs) Uh, nice that's awesome like as a linguist myself that's very very exciting and is there a, I'm interested, is there a balance of sort of native speakers of French and English people who speak French?
3: Yes, yeah, or, yeah, Um, although I'd say like kind of pretty much everyone there is fairly native in terms of like you'll find a lot of people who maybe have French parents or who lived in France for a while or vice versa, French people who, you know, have lived in England for a long time, um, etc. So your yeah language skills have to be pretty like top-notch um which i found pretty intimidating at first but then realized like that nobody was judging me and that i just had to kind of go for it <laughs> with the french you know?
2: yeah um yeah and uh, with languages as well it's when your back's against the wall that you really
3: exactly you just have to go for it um and you know it's i've been even in the last like couple of months my french has improved and is getting back to levels that it was it was at when i lived there and that kind of thing so that's really you know it's really nice to be able to
0: use that bryany i think we need to uh, brush up on our duolingo skills
1: yeah i Uh, I was never great at languages i I took them at school but that was really my limit
2: i guess you would have done french you guys i did french and
1: spanish and and latin we had to do latin at school
0: oh latin that sounds cool yeah, I did lots of But like that, I like just
1: it, so I can I can still read it and write it to an extent, but it was always the listening because they'd speak so fast um, that I would miss <laughs> some of it. And also my accent is just it sounds like an English person trying to do a, a Spanish accent <laughs> or French accent.
2: So liar. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that was always the bit which I struggled yeah. with. But I can still read it to an extent, which is mm. helpful yeah. sometimes it's a jumping
2: off point definitely what uh what do you think would be kind of the next step for you uh to sort of move your career on as it were
3: um what would
2: your ideal thing be i mean
3: i'm i'm personally really really enjoying the job that i'm working in at the moment and i love obviously i don't you know i don't know what the next steps are there i'd love there to be progression there because that's a place that i'm really enjoying working i'm also you know looking for other freelance stuff to do alongside it um as it's not full time um and other and other jobs because as i said like it's on the weekend so you know if i if i got a monday to friday job like it's a lot and I, I that's what i'm doing at the moment because i do nannying five days a week so it ends up a lot of the time um working seven days a week which can be pretty tiring um but you know it's worth it i think to um get to to get to that point where something full time and steady does come along so yeah, just, I mean, I'm still applying for jobs. It's a bit trickier, obviously, at the moment, applying when I am working seven days a week, like finding the time to do that is frustrating. So it ends up being like a little bit of a vicious circle where, um, you know, I don't want to be in this situation where I'm not doing full-time journalism for, mo- for like much longer, but it's about mm-hmm. finding that time where I can apply for jobs. Um, And yeah, so that's a bit tricky. But, you know, I'm, hope, I've, I'm holding out hope still. We'll
2: see.
1: Hmm.
2: <laughs> Have you been struggling with getting a job during lockdown? Email us at hello.jobsboard at gmail.com or tweet us at jobsboard. Okay, well, when, when the next stage does, inevitably come. Mm-hmm. You'll need to have your CV in top oh, shape. God. I'm, I'm oh God! Gonna... Oh, I'm <laughs> loving this segue. And on. it's time for thanks, <laughs> French, be pretty smooth. It's time for us to play. Scan your CV, right?
0: <laughs> yes. Thanks, Ollie. Yes. So, uh, for new people listening, and uh, possibly Bear doesn't know, but a lot of big places to scan your CV by a machine. Um, there's not often a human at the other end of it uh, actually reading it, and what they do is they take your CV and they bung it all, all the lines, all onto one line, and then scan it, all the keywords. Now, I must say, Bear, I think you are the first CV that we'll be scanning with two pages on. If I'm not oh, mistaken. No.
2: no. I think mine, mine has two pages. Oh, sorry there,
0: sorry there, Ollie. Uh, but yes. Yeah. No, don't worry, but don't let him
2: get you down there. <laughs> mine's, mine's at the top of mine, so.
0: Uh, but yeah so uh, Bear do you know where you might trip up or where you think you you might do quite well already on your CV
3: oh I could not I could not tell you honestly um I feel like I did I've maybe fallen into the classic trap of tailoring it more towards people than I am <laughs> towards machines so I'm not I'm not uh. expecting great results I gotta say but I I hold out hope anyway I hope I'm not last.
0: <laughs> right, well, uh, hopefully. <laughs> uh, bless Ollie. Uh, even though he uh, he did say that his CV was a work in progress, he is at our Ollie Smith at the bottom of a leaderboard board with 60 points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bryony is on 64 on fifth, but we're giving her another chance a little bit later on to rescan her new CV. So all things might change. We've got Ayush, who's on fourth on 70 points. Uh, we've got Ollie Roberts, who's on third on seventy-five points. Or oh, it's starting to all bunch up now. We've got Sammy on seventy-seven points on third. Then it's me at second with seventy-nine, and we've got our very own Mr. Ollie Hammett at eighty-one points. So Ooh. there. Dare I say? Do you think you might be towards the top, towards the bottom, or you're?
3: I'm guessing I'm towards the
0: bottom. <laughs> 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 well, uh, well, we'll pop it in the machine and we'll find out for you. There, you have got out of one hundred, sixty-six. So it means that you're, you've just nudged Brani's old CV down to six. There <laughs> oh, you are. Sorry about that, Bryony. You are now at fifth. So we can go through some, <laughs> some of your feedback points. Uh, the very first thing it points out is that you should bung your name into the, the title of your CV file. So instead of it being called CV, you should put it as Bear Hutchinson.
3: Oh, I do do that. I just sent it to Ollie called CV. (laughs) I feel like I should be given extra points for this. Oh, oh, whatever. (laughs)
0: Um, And then on little other things, it does say that the maximum number of words that you should have on your CV, best practice-wise, is 800 words. And um, and it's found that you've Mm got just over that with 900. So if you're looking at things to things to ditch then that could be one scope it, for some reason it's having a paddy saying that you've got eight different fonts on your cv which looking at it i don't no. think you have that many but, um... <laughs> no, i don't think no. i do either um this, <laughs> this is the type of thing that uh, we have noticed tell over the that. last couple of episodes is it does seem to have a paddy mm. over really stupid things that a human if you would tell them to look over it they'll be fine but um it's fine with your okay. font colours. Um, it thinks that you've got a decent amount of white space on there. Um, it likes how you've got clearly identifiable sections on your um, nice. CV. Um, let's have a look. At, um, it likes the order that those content um, bits are structured in. It can find your name written down on the CV along with your phone, your email. Um, I think it it might like it to have a possibly linkedin profile that was one thing that it suggests okay possibly popping on there um this is one thing that i cannot demystify with this bit of software because i personally have this issue <laughs> it's like grades it doesn't like gra- like it can never seem to pick up <laughs> grades very well on a on a on a oh. cv so um that's possibly one thing for you just to check but um
3: i don't ha- well i don't think i have ah, put so... any grades i mean i put like my university like degrees, but I haven't actually got my schooling yeah, on that. Yeah, that's possibly one
0: thing to do. And then, other than that, um, okay. it, having issues with uh, bits of software which you mentioned, such as iNews earlier, or like iMovie, Burley, all that kind of stuff that you that mm. is very industry specific to media. It thinks all of those are um, spelling errors, which obviously we know that uh, you you aren't spelling them wrong, but. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, good. Yeah, I'm glad that. So, you know. uh, no, it doesn't. And uh, I, I think personally, looking at Bear's CV, it, its I'd say it's quite legible. So. Oh, thank <laughs> you very much. <laughs> what a compliment. What a I compliment. Love that, I love that that's the highest compliment <laughs> you could give
3: it. It is uh, possible well, to I read. Could read it.
0: I can read So, just a quick recap on where we are it's at before we legible. scan Briny's CV her new shiny spank
2: spanking (laughs) oh so yeah briny's brand spanking cv
1: (laughs) i say i've gone from the two column format back to the straight line like Uh, one one format so it'll be interesting to see what happens regarding that because as you know we found out over the course of a couple of weeks we've been doing this that computers (laughs) don't really like columns Antico- oh, no,
2: no. Remember, that's our that's our motto. If we had like a crest for Jobs Board underneath <laughs> in Latin, it would say, and Brian, you might be able to translate this, it would say, <laughs> robots hate
0: columns.
1: Yes. So I'm thinking it should have gone up. Well, I hope it would have gone up.
0: You're currently sitting at 64 points at sixth place. Uh, you were fifth place before Bear nudged you down. So how many points do you think you might have gained? Mm.
1: I honestly have no idea. The content has not changed. It is merely from two columns to one.
2: So that's literally what you've done? Yeah. Okay, this is going to be interesting, a a mark of how much difference that makes. Right, well,
0: we'll pop it in and we'll find out. So... Briny's second CV has scored out of one hundred eighty-one points, so it means whoa, it, it whoa. Now, Ollie and Briny are now drawing at first place.
1: That's a huge <laughs> jump for the columns. Oh my gosh, that's a massive
0: jump. That means that you are now joint first, which is uh, I'm I'm going to quickly do the maths. Um, how many points that you've mysteriously gained over? So it means that you've gained seventeen points,
1: which is crazy, and that 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 could make the difference so when you're applying for a job. Um, if they're going through an automated uh, scanner, so- that could be you being in the pile for rejection and the pile for the second so round. You, <laughs> so
0: let's 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 just make yeah. sure this is right. So all what you've done is converted that second column that you've had, and so you've not changed any words or anything like that. You've literally made it one column.
1: Yeah. So. In the second column, it was my education. So it had um, my undergraduate degree and it had my master's degree. And then there was a small section, which is skills. And so that's got basically the software which we tend to use, like Adobe Premiere Pro, Audition, that sort of stuff, Burley. Um, and I've shifted that second column and just put it at the bottom of the first one. So obviously I've extended the column out and well, the the page out and then put it underneath so yeah that's the only change which is crazy
3: (laughs) i personally think we should stop the count you know i'm (laughs) feaming about that
0: well um hopefully (laughs) if that hasn't disheartened you too much we've got a couple of backup jobs for you this is the part in the uh in the show where we uh if, if you think that your life is going down a slightly different directory then uh then we've got a couple of suggestions for you so uh Bryony, do you want to go first?
1: Yes, and what a fabulous job I've got this week. Um, It is on the Christmas theme because I don't know if if this is acceptable, but I've already started my Christmas shopping, so I'm very much in the Christmas mood. Can I I just Um, interject?
2: That's absolutely insane.
1: (laughs) I know, I know. Well, unfortunately, there's not a lot going on, is there? So I've started my online shopping. Um, So this role is a decorator. So with Christmas fast approaching, we have temporary vacancies across London for Christmas tree decorators. Wow. The company has been trading for 25 years and it's known throughout the capital for its quality service. Um, the role will involve you dropping off Christmas trees, installing the Christmas trees in a stand, and then evenly decorating them with lights as needed. You work with a driver. So two of you will go out, put the tree out, decorate it. Um, and this bit I absolutely love so uh, the uniform as part of the Scottish heritage (gasps) wearing a kilt is (laughs) mandatory
3: you know I think I'm gonna have to drop nannying for that one to be honest with you
1: Um, requirements good customer service ability to handle Christmas trees no past experience required great organization skills and uh, a can-do attitude where you've got a vision to decorate Christmas trees. Wow,
2: that sounds great. How fun is that? I'm quite jealous of that. I think you've got a really good job there. And
1: a kilt. I mean, it might be a little bit chilly, but...
2: (laughs) (laughs) Where did you say it was again, Bryony? Edinburgh?
1: No, it's in London. Oh. Yeah, it's in London, but obviously the company has got Scottish heritage.
2: I've got... uh, It's actually sort of still a media career, but I thought it would be good for Bear, as we've now discovered that Bear... Paul <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> um, so I've got a, it's a French copywriter Ooh. for Pet Lab Co. <laughs> it's a London based job. Um, and Pet Lab sell all sorts of natural supplements for dogs and maybe cats as well. No, I think it's just dogs. Fan of dogs, Bear? Yeah, I love dogs. Send, yes. send it over. Okay, I'll send it over. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> send it <laughs> <Yeah>. over. <laughs> We're currently looking for a copywriter that speaks fluent French. You'll be responsible for researching and writing daily blog content for Pet Lab Co. Essentially, as far as I can understand, it's just like an online marketing job, but you'll be doing it in French and writing blogs about dogs.
3: Oh, I love that. I yeah. love it, Yeah.
0: Okay, I will send that to you after
3: this. Cut this out of the actual podcast so nobody else knows well. about <laughs> <laughs> it. Like, you've
0: got it in the bag. So um, maybe maybe I, I, I might come last in this one. <laughs> but I also went down the French themed. I was thinking, wow. well, what do, what do French people stereotypically do? Wear? I was thinking stripy tops, onions around themselves. And I, 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 I yes. <laughs> So I, I, I want to pitch to Bear a baguette maker. So, uh, wow. Parsons Bakery, an independent family bakery established in the early 1900s. And uh, they serve all kinds of freshly baked b- goods from sourdough bread, hot and cold sandwiches. And they're looking for someone to join their friendly uh, baguette production company from Monday to Friday hours to be discussed at interview. Uh, our team members get 30% off all food and drink and 70% off daily products during the last hour of trading. So think of the amount of bread that you can go home with there. Wow.
1: That
3: sounds dangerous. You know what, that 30% is tempting, but I've got to tell you, I am perhaps the worst baker <laughs> in the world. Like, I've been known many a time to leave flour out of my bake. <laughs> I want, I want no! to... No! There's a genuinely a running family joke about it. So I think... I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'd succeed in that role.
0: <laughs> well uh, so so out of the three that we have suggested to you, Bear, which which of those tickle your fancy? Oh,
3: that's really tough. That's really tough, you know. I'd say what I might do, I think life plan, I'm gonna be a Christmas tree decorator until December, and then January onwards yes! <laughs> January onwards I'll be a pet that, that sounds like
0: a good deal to me, actually. <laughs> Yes, so Bear, thank you very much for joining us on the programme.
3: Thank you for having me.
1: Thank you. You were
3: fabulous. It's lovely to chat to you guys. Um, and I wish everyone listening success with their jobs as long as they're not going for the same ones as I am.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. That's uh, we're almost out of time on jobs war for this week, but before that, Bryony has got our job of the week for you.
1: So this position I've spotted on Sky's website. It's a radio journalist for a 12-month full-time contract. Now, it doesn't seem to have a closing date, as far as I'm aware, but it was posted on the 30th of October. So if you are interested in this position, I would be quick to get in your applications. Um, But in a nutshell, you'll be writing radio news copy and cues. Editing audio, doing bulletins, uh, content for the radio, working a variety of shifts from weekends and overnights, arranging and carrying out interviews, and um, demonstrating strong editorial judgment for Sky. So ideally, they're looking for someone with two years experience, um, an excellent broadcasting voice, and solid radio production experience. So as I said, if you're interested in this position, we will tweet it out um, and be sure to get in your application soon.
2: Brilliant, thanks, Bryony. Uh, okay, that's all we've got time for today. But stay tuned for a very special next episode of Jobs Board, where we'll be linking up with Freelancing for Journalists podcast to do a dual cast and a freelancing special. So we'll be covering how to uh, pitch your stories on your own to news agencies and editors how to see them through, how to plan them properly. So make sure you uh, listen in for that one. It's going to be really, really useful. But until then, good luck with the job hunting. Don't get too down. Do something fun during lockdown, you know, like make a curry or... um, Banana bread. Banana bread is always a a mood heightener.
0: Or toilet. Um, roll castle is
2: that what you've been doing george
0: yes with all my stockpile toilet roll
2: wonder wonder where all the (laughs) the toilet roll (laughs) has gone in my local supermarket (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay so that explains everything i've been ollie hammett i've been george goldberg
1: and i have been brianie smith
2: thank you everybody for listening and we'll see you very soon Bye bye